Hello and welcome to Smiling Politely with me, Aaron J. How are you doing? So basically, this is a podcast that I'm selfishly using as a platform to shout material at seven people online rather than seven people in a pub. So if there is a topic you want to see me rant about, rant about, rant, rant about, rant about, definitely, then please do drop me a message on, on Instagram or if you know me personally, just send me a text and I'll try and talk about it. So I'm using this platform to talk to an array of cool and interesting people, find out what they've been up to, ask them a few questions and generally just have a bit of a laugh. So if there, again, if there is anyone that you would like to hear from, you think, yeah, they'd be banging for the podcast, please do let me know, you know, and I'll try and get them on, you know, if they want to. Obviously, they may listen to the podcast and think, this is horrendous. I don't want to put my name to it. And that's absolutely fine. I mean, they're wrong, but it's absolutely fine. A huge thank you to those who have already listened as well and, and got in touch. It means a lot to me. It's great to know which jokes you liked and which jokes you didn't like. Hopefully, this is a little bit louder this week and you can actually hear what it is I am saying. Uh, I'm completely new to the whole editing thing. So I'm hoping the sound will improve and improve and improve. However, I am a moron, so that may not be the case. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for getting in touch. And also, a huge thank you to those who have kindly pointed out that I look nothing like the photo I've used to promote this, right? Fair play, the photo is two years old. I don't look as youthful as I did then. But, you know, it's, it's nice to know you've noticed. Comments have ranged from Oh, you look different all the way to you've aged horribly, which is which is a wonderful thing to hear. So thank you for those who have sent me that message. You know, hearing things like that is ideal in this situation. You know, a situation where you're at home for a long time mulling over your own thoughts. So thank you for sending that through. It's the hair, isn't it? I think growing my hair has been controversial in many ways. When I grew my hair, I had visions of looking like the character Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. You know, that cool sort of street kid from Texas that everyone wanted to be and everyone wanted to get with. So I thought, I'll grow my hair. I'll do that. I've grown my hair and I've ended up looking like Jared Leto from Dallas Buyers Club, which is a different sort of look, I think. I tried to I tried to buy a fedora as well. I tried to rock a fedora so I'd have that like James Bay look. And I ended up looking like I dressed up as The Undertaker for Halloween. But who's laughing now, man? Who's laughing now, you know? Because I've coped with not getting my hair cut for 10 plus weeks swimmingly. You know, I don't need to cut it. Don't need to, to try and give myself a skin fade or a skinhead. I can just let it grow, let it run free and deal with the consequences at a later date. I think you can tell who's been affected most by lockdown, just by seeing whether they've gone for the lockdown skinhead or not. Like, for me, I couldn't do it personally because I have a really small head and a very thin body. So if I shaved my head, I'd look like the figure on a gent's toilet. And then there's these people that are dyeing their hair during lockdown, actually dyeing their hair. Sorry, I mean, people are killing their hair with dye this this lockdown out of boredom the only thing i have done is try to use lemon juice 
to give myself some like natural highlights in the summer this lockdown. It didn't work. My um, hair stayed the same colour and I got stung on the scalp by a wasp. What I have done during this lockdown, I think this is my version of the lockdown skinhead, is I've grown a soul patch, a little tuft of hair just below my lip and on my chin, which is, it's located, but I didn't need to say that. But a tuft of hair on my chin, which is below my lip for a laugh, really. Just thought it'd be funny. Um, it's backfired a little bit because people have said it suits me, which is essentially like saying, yep, we always knew you were a bit of a tool and this proves it. I tried Googling pictures of, I Googled cool people with soul patches and the number one person that came up was Billy Ray Cyrus. So I essentially looked like Billy Ray Cyrus if he was the age he wished he was. This week's topic is dating. Dating, and that was chosen by the very popular YouTuber, Welly Boy Omega Man. Go and give him a subscribe on YouTube if you want to. But uh, yeah, dating. Uh, I've been single for a while now, so I find dating a little bit uncomfortable. Like, I almost always on dates just quote the office or the in-betweeners and that isn't particularly good dating etiquette. Like I, I, I don't really know how to behave. And I was chatting to a mate about this recently, like being single during this time. And he referred to his ex-girlfriend as the one that got away. The one that got away. Which sounds weird because it makes it sound like his partner spent the entire relationship chained to a radiator. It sounds horrible. It sounds harrowing. But it's hard, it's hard to feel sorry for me being single because the reason my last relationship ended was because she said I was too selfish and always thought about me and how I feel, which really hurt my feelings. I think I'm a hard person to date, though. I, I do. I think I'm a hard person to date. I'm one of those annoying people who, when someone asks what I'd like to do on a date, I will reply, I don't mind. It's up to you. And I understand how frustrating that is, because when people say it to me, I get annoyed with it as well. But it's just something that I naturally sort of do. Because I don't know I don't know where to choose. Like Choosing somewhere to go on a date is, is pretty tricky. I don't know where where you guys choose to go. My go-to date has always been bowling. But then again, I feel that the activity of bowling is a metaphor for dating me because I will put the barriers up almost every time. And if I don't, things will eventually end up in the gutter, which isn't, isn't a nice metaphor to have. It's, it's put me off going bowling a little bit, if I'm being completely honest. And you've got things like air hockey, at bowling places too, which again aren't good for me because I'm weirdly competitive and shouting, ha, unlucky, isn't good date etiquette. You tend to come across as a bit of a tool. You'll notice I've said tool, not a swear word. I'm trying very consciously not to swear during these, these little monologues, which are really hard because if lockdown has done anything to me, it has made me a lot more cynical and a lot more angry, which in turn leads to a lot more swearing within my own internal monologue. I think a good place to go 
right? Good pla- good date place to go is a little place, a little traditional Japanese restaurant called Wagamama. It is is it Wagamama or Wagamamas? I've heard people say both. Wagamama. We'll say we'll say Wagamama. I love Wagamama. I love the food. I get the same thing every time. You get free green tea, which is always a bonus. And you get those beer, you get those lucky Buddha beers that come in a really cool bottle. Like everything about Wagamama is decent, apart from a one thing that really gets to me. I get I get this anxiety when I go there before sitting down. I get there, and the only thing on my mind is please, please. Can I be sat in a booth and not a bench? I don't ask the server this because obviously that's 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 insane. But I think it and I worry and my heart rate goes up. I can feel myself getting more and more anxious about it. I hate the benches. I hate them so much. You're always too close to the people next to you. I subconsciously change my conversation topics because I'm paranoid about the people next to me listening in and judging me about it. And it's almost always another date next to me too, which isn't ideal because the guy next to me is almost guaranteed to be more interesting than I am. Like I sat at a bench this one time. This is a, a, a true story about, about Wagamama. Again, I love the place, but I, I sat on a bench this one time, which annoyed me because it was virtually empty, like there were loads of booths free. I could have just sat in a booth, but no, I I went to sit on the benches. It was a first date, and I had to hide the rage bubbling up inside me as the waiter sat uncomfortably close to me, next to me, on the bench, and then mocked my order. Again, the same order I get every time, chilli squid as a side, Yakisoba, chicken and prawn as the main, pint of asahi and a green tea. That's what I get every time, occasionally a lucky Buddha. But he was judging my my order. So I said, chilli squid, please. I didn't say it like that. Uh, I mean, he would have been well within his right to mock my order if I went, chilli squid, please. I said, I have the chilli squid, please. And he went, <laughs> I guess you two won't be kissing tonight if he's he's eating squid. And I just had to sit there and nod and laugh the whole time whilst repressing my urge to launch the green tea across the room. It was uncomfortable, but it is a good date option if you want to go. I recommend it, although it's not the best date option. It's not the best date option. The best date option in the UK is to go for a walk and a drink somewhere picturesque, somewhere with really nice buildings. Because I think the UK have some of the best buildings in the world. And what I love about UK culture is that we'll look at those buildings and we'll appreciate them. We'll say, that is a beautiful building. Let's turn that into a Weatherspoons. So this week's guest is Josh Redding of the London-based band Millennials. Josh is a very good friend of mine and he is the lead guitarist of Millennials who have just released their second single, Converse, which is available 
on all streaming platforms. Uh, there's a link to it on the Instagram page. So give give them a follow, give them a listen, give them a stream. Josh readily admits just refreshing the play button over and over again on Spotify to, to get the streams up. And I think once you've listened to him, and you, you could probably have a little bit of sympathy and do him a favour, give his thumb a rest, give him a listen so that they can actually have more and more streams and, and become more and more popular. I've listened to the single and it is very good. I'm very excited to talk to Josh, get his take on the new single, his plans going forward. So, ladies and gents, if you could please welcome the wonderful Josh Redding. Josh Redding, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you, mate. So, earlier on in the podcast, I spoke about dating and told a few dating stories. Uh, Have you got any? Oh, yeah. Dating stories. Um, well, to be fair, I've been on so many dates. <laughs> so many, so many wonderful dates. Um, I came into dating quite late. So I, I'd never been on, on a date until I was about 22, 23. Um, until I decided to, to download, I think it was Bumble. Right. Um, and I went on a date with this girl. Uh, we'll call her Steve. Um, and she, she was, I mean, for a first date, popping my cherry, she was, she was great because she was very forward. Um, and, you know, within 45 minutes, she was, you know, sitting on me in the bar. Um, so it was a great start. Um, she turned out to be a bit of a, bit of a mental, a bit weird. But, okay. Um, she she really did pop my cherry. So actually, to be fair, it scared it scared me that first date because I assumed that all all, all women would be like that uh, <laughs> for a first date. Um, Generalizer. Yeah, we, we actually rented. We actually got a room in a hotel um, for our second date. Right. Um, I should have known then things were a little bit odd. Uh, she was like, why don't we get a hotel? I, she was living with her parents and I was living in a small house. So we got a hotel room um, and we went to see a gig and yeah, it was just all very strange. Um, but yeah, that was my first date and I've been on many since and they've all been pretty awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that, there we that, go. That was the start. That was that was what sent the benchmark for you, was it? The start of it all, yeah. Bumble, Bumble. Obviously, Bumble. then I went to Tin, in you know the lot, the lot. You, you know, know the you whole know. the whole shebang. The whole, yeah, the whole thing. That's it. So, you've just released your second <laughs> single with your band <laughs> Millennials. How's that gone? Oh yeah. Ah, um, it's been all right. It's been good. Uh, I hope you've been listening. Aaron. I have. I, I have. I've listened to both, mate. Yeah, the streams on Spotify, wonderful. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're we're very uh, excited about it, to be honest, because we've had we've had nothing to do, um, and we've obviously had no gigs or anything like that. So it's been nice. We've just been trying to like really push, like this releasing it and trying to like get people to listen to it. 
um, and try and get as many streams as we can. Literally, I mean, it's probably quite bad, but I've just, I've just been sat sort of playing it on loop on my <laughs> phone. I'm pretty sure that's what monkeys do it. They do the same thing, I think. I think Alex just sits there and they play it over and over again in their living room. It makes get sense. The streams up. So to me, please, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been really good. I'm really happy with the second one. Um, we worked very hard uh, to get it recorded. Um yeah, and, it, and we're very pleased with it. We can't wait to get back in the studio and, and do another one, really. So you've yeah. only recorded the two at the moment, yeah? So it's Adolescent Bloom and Converse, is that right? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Adolescent Bloom and Converse. Um, and we've written probably about maybe another five songs that we want to record and hopefully like build an album if we can. You know, so, but it's, it costs a lot of money, obviously. But yeah, yeah that's what we're working towards. Um, yeah, and then just put it out there, see what people think, whatever. So you're going straight for an album or you're going for an EP or something like that? Uh, well, the EP, I guess the EP will probably be these two songs plus another maybe two. Yeah. And we'll just call it Millennials. It'll be like a Millennials EP. And then uh, obviously Sony won a piece, uh, <laughs> Paramount probably as well. And that's when, uh, yeah, we'll probably record the album in LA. And uh, yeah, you, you could probably, you know, uh, interview me in season two of your podcast and I'll, I'll let you know how, how we're doing then. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to. From Walthamstow to LA, I think that's a nice yeah. seamless transition. Exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Um, but yeah, yeah. So where did the name come from? Uh, millennials. What, what, what millennials. was the thought process? Um, I think because we're, I don't really know. We just wanted something that kind of was remember, like easy to remember. And I think millennials is just like, it's quite difficult to forget that name because it's so widely used. Yeah. And we just like talking about millennials because they're such an interesting group of people, us, us millennials, and we're all but vile. What awful quite <laughs> fun to talk about i read about millennials and like where the term comes from so a millennial is apparently someone born after 1985 that seems quite old you wouldn't think it'd go that far back it does yeah. that apparently yeah i mean when i think of a millennial i think of of someone like yourself i don't think of someone that could be 10 years older than you no and i think it ends I think, what is it, the nine, 90, is it 2000 when it ends, being th- a millennial? Or is it like 2001, something like that? I think it's in the 2000s, definitely, it ends there. And then I don't know what they become. What, what are they? I think, I think then it's Gen, Gen Z, isn't it? I think. Gen Z? Millennials. Gen, yeah, Gen Z, they're the ones, they're, see, they're different to the millennials. They're the ones you see. You know, they're, they're, all, they're all really muscly, but they're like 17 and they wear little <laughs> bags, little man bags. Okay. And they're, they're, they're perfect, you know, they look perfect and they all listen to, I don't know, I'd really, oh, Kanye or something like that. You know, they're all proper, you know, they're all on Snapchat and they've all got 6,000 followers on Instagram. You know, that they're the Gen Zs. I might have to interview a few of them. Yeah, yeah, get yourself a couple of them in. <laughs> um... Yeah, but I think that's the difference. But yeah, that's why we call millennials because we're 
right, you know, write about what you know. So, and we are millennials, so that's why we called ourselves that. Nice, nice. So, you're planning on on obviously developing an EP and an album. Um, Gig wise, how how were you doing before before lockdown? Uh, We did a few gigs. Um, The best one we did was the Old Blue Last in uh, Shoreditch, which was really fun. Um, And then we've just been picking up gigs wherever we can. Some have some have been in you know, awful, dusty old pubs with a couple of locals watching uh, in front of, you know, a dog and a man with a pint of Guinness. <laughs> and some have been, well, we played it at the uh, Islington Academy in okay. front of a load of Gen Zs because the band that were on after us were like a cool school band and they'd invited the whole of, you know, their year. So that was quite fun. Um but yeah, we're just trying to get gigs as and when we can, really. And just we just like I just like playing live as much as anything else, recording and all that. I just like standing on stage and everyone gets to look at me. That's pretty <laughs> much the long and short of it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been tempted by any like Zoom virtual type gigs or going Instagram live? Because you, at least two of you, live together, don't you? Yeah, me and Will, who uh, is the singer. Yeah, we live together. Um, we haven't thought about to be honest we probably should I've been trying to do um, music uh, like videos on my Instagram yeah me on my singing sorry um, right. it's my mother. mom <laughs> right um, yeah, I've been doing videos on Instagram um, just of me titting about playing various songs um, so trying to keep my profile out there but not really to be honest we're, re- we're pretty rubbish with the whole social media thing have the hashtags it's not just about like writing some songs and putting on a gig anymore but it's been it's been quite fun to record videos i guess and put them on put them out there for everyone to see but yeah. uh yeah i might try and do one we'll do a little medley write a song about quarantine or something like that maybe that's that's how many of them can you read before you look like a prick but yeah <laughs> no give me an idea there you go that if anything we've we've come up with an idea so that's millennials that's that's one string to your bow if it were um yeah but you're also an actor is that correct um yeah yeah (laughs) i've been i've been acting for since i was since actually since i watched ace ventura stick his head out the arse of a rhino when i was about five (laughs) <laughs> I watched him do that and I thought do you know what I want to do that as well. a piece of that and a piece of that action so yeah I guess I, I am an actor in a way so, so that inspired <laughs> you to go into acting did it Ace Ventura yeah Ace Ventura yeah yeah and then I just just I just liked learning lines and prattling about on stage it just it was just fun for me yeah I just liked it so then I just thought well you know I could probably try and do it for a job um, and and you gave it a go. Has any have you been in anything that people may have heard of or may have seen you in before? Oh yeah, big time, big time. Um, have you heard of a little company called McDonald's? I I have. Yeah. Were, were yeah. you Ronald McDonald for a bit, or I've done that. Done McDonald's. Done that. T-shirt. <laughs> um, I was in a I was in a cafe ad for coffee. That's nice. the only. Thing. 
maybe anyone would have seen me in, but it's uh, it, I think it was only shown in France. So you've got to get yourself to France if you want to if you want to catch it. But yeah, I was in a Muck Cafe advert, um, nice. which was that's probably the best thing I've done, money wise and filming wise. That's probably the best thing I've done. But I've done a lot of plays, a lot of student plays, a lot of yeah, anything playish. I've pretty I've done. What you what probably- what what did you enjoy the most? Um, to be fair, I really liked I really loved doing the advert because we got to go to France and we got to film in in the forest, and there was a massive crew, and you got to feel like a like a proper movie star, which was really fun. Uh, but then I, I also like you know doing like a, a two man play with a cardboard box and a bit of tissue and you know putting it on in front of three people that's all also quite fun to do as well so yeah anything pretty much as long as i'm twatting about on stage you went to drama college too um yeah how useful is drama college to to aspiring actors would you recommend it would you say just get the experience what what would you recommend Um, yeah i mean it, it is it was definitely a great experience like if you want to get into acting and you have the means to go to uh, drama college or drama school, I'd say, yeah, you should probably do it because you get to you get to meet, you know, other people like you who want to do the same thing. Like I met Will there, who I'm now in a band with. You get to meet, you know, various people. Um, and it definitely opens you up to new experiences. Drama school is a bit like the army, except you're not doing anything remotely dangerous. You're just messing about on stage, but they kind of like break you down and drill you into doing weird things. And it kind of opens you up a little bit and uh, makes you, it also makes you like a better person. For me, it helped me like emotionally, you know, and making you grow as a person. So yeah, I would say if you, if you want to get into acting, it's probably, it's, it's definitely a good thing to go to do, to go to drama school. Yeah. It's good, good thing to do. Bit, bit like the army, go to drama school, be the best. Bit like the army, yeah, be the best. Um, yeah. Territorial? Uh, yeah, territorial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, and I mean, we spoke about like doing musical things during the lockdown period. Have there been any opportunities to act during this time? Like, have you been able to do that? Um, not really. Well, I, I parted ways with my agent. We had musical differences, you know, how it goes. Um, he, uh, couldn't, couldn't, um, support me anymore. So I haven't really been doing anything since then. So, but I, I, I live with an actor and he's been doing like, he's been entering writing competitions. They're doing still, you can still do self tapes. People are doing like online theater stuff. Um, I've got a friend who's in a theatre company who's just basically doing plays on YouTube. So I guess you can if you want to. I haven't been. I've just trying to focus on music and sitting in my pants watching Modern Family. But I guess if you wanted to, yeah, you could still do some stuff. There's, a, there's, there's things out there other than sitting in your pants trying to get there's the some, going. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's other stuff. Sitting in your pants is probably the best one. Um, but if you do want to put some trousers on, yeah, you, you can do yeah. other stuff as well you know it's a free country you know do what you like whatever you know <laughs> so 
I mean, there's there's one thing that me and well, there's lots of things that me and you have in common. Um, one of them is 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 a little known little known chap uh, by the name of of David Brent. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. usually I I I do a quiz with people that come on and just sort of ask them various things. I thought this week's quiz would be which character from the office are you? Okay. Okay. Who would you want to be? If you had to be any character from the office, who would you want to be? Well, I'd probably want to be one of the, one of the background ones, you know? So, (laughs) um, what's his name? Who's the one who... (laughs) Who's the who's the charming one that, that turns up and he the good looking one and he sat and he sat with David and um in that meeting with Dawn when he's like, We're gonna have to let you go. And she's like, You're such a sad little man. And he's Am just I? sat there. Am I? Yeah, him. He's probably I'd I'd like to be maybe him. He was the one or, that was on Blockbusters, wasn't he? Yeah, Blockbusters, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hope you get Finchy. If if possible, <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> so, question one: You have to pick a quote from the following. Okay. I was wondering if there would ever be a boy who can swim faster than a shark. That is a classic. Yeah. Better to be at the bottom of a ladder you want to climb than halfway up one you don't. Uh, I. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick the first one. Will there ever be a boy born who can swim faster than a shark? Because I still use that when anyone, when anyone ever says, "What are you thinking?" Right, that's locked in. Question two: At, okay. first, at first glance, would people describe you as gaunt or really skinny, healthy, roundish, or curvy? <laughs> um, uh, really skinny I feel like those are two votes for Gareth Keenan there really skinny's locked in okay right okay question three yeah. no. if you struggle with one thing would it be A. paranoia B. lovesickness C. awkwardness or D. work <laughs> Uh, it's, it's definitely awkwardness. Definitely awkwardness. Okay, we'll lock it in. 100%. Okay, let's lock awkwardness in. Right, we've got it. Awkwardness. Next question. Do people like you? I mean, what do you think people around you think of you? A, I've got friends and I've been bullied. B, I'm pretty happy with all my friends. We get along. Of course, there are people I clash with. C, I keep a pretty low profile, but I like conversation. Or D, everyone loves me. I really, I want to go for D. I want to go for D. Yeah. D or B. Can I have, can I have B again? Yeah. Always the same. Always the same. What? What are the options again? <laughs> to some extent, not at all. 
If don't know wasn't there. Okay, in a band, you're in a band. You're in Millennials, little known band called Millennials. Um, are you the singer playing an instrument, or you're not in a band but you want to be? Singer playing an instrument. What was the last one? Not in a band. Not in a band at all. Uh, well, it'd have to be playing an instrument. Go and get the guitar. You get the guitar. I can go get it now. You were known to get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question six. Six. Would you want to be A, a comedian, B, an artist, C, a doctor, D, I'd love to run things, or E, don't care. <laughs> e, don't care. Don't care. Next. Don't care. I, th- I think you will com- care when you find out what the job is. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. All right. If you were going to pull a prank, what would it be? A, vandalising or stealing people's stuff. B, prank call. C, telling a joke. Or D, don't know. Uh, it would be, it would be, I think it would be a rude joke. Okay, rude joke. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What, okay, this is a weird one. Uh, what do you think of the Saturday Night Live remade Hobbit slash Office crossover? A, I like the Gandalf character. I like his little beard. B, nasty. C, I think it's pretty accurate. Or D, just good. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I couldn't, what, is there, is there a don't know option to that? Don't know is not there at this point. Right. What are the, what are the options again? Always the same. Um, okay. I like the Gandalf character. Like the okay, right. Nasty. Okay. I think it's pretty accurate. Or good. Right. I'm gonna go for D. Good. Okay, good. we've got it. Okay. Go for that. Last question. It's a big one. All right. Who is your favourite character? A, David Brent. B, Gareth. C, Tim. D, Dawn. E, Keith. Or (laughs) F, or F, Finchie. Uh, I'm going to have to go, I think, I think Gareth. I think Gareth is my favourite character. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for Gareth. Gareth Keenan. Okay. Yeah. The results are in. Okay. Who do, who do you think you've got? Um, I I reckon I reckons I've got Gareth Keenan. You reckon you've got Gareth Keenan? I can oh, say okay. it's it's David Brent. Is it? 
it is it's the Brentmeister general oh that's backfired <laughs> oh. oh oh bloody hell David Brent oh wow. inside oh inside paper <laughs> inside the paper bin I don't know oh that's backfired isn't it backfired <laughs> oh, I didn't think I'd get David Brent I'd be the last the last thing I'd get I mean, it's difficult because me and you communicate in exclusively office quotes. Yeah, well, we've got the we've got the disease, haven't we? we watch yeah. Now it's 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 infused with our personality, so we don't really know where where we begin <laughs> yeah. and where ends. Now there's no, I don't know what my personality would be if if I if I'd never watched the office. I, you know? I don't. I mean, I get criticised about it quite a lot because, I mean, there were two seasons of The Office plus Christmas specials. And I reckon a good 40% of my general communication with people is, is Office quotes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As, as there I can't an, stop. Is, right. This is a good question now, I think. Um, has there ever been a time where an office quote has got you into trouble? Um, there's been there's been times where where I've I've dropped an office quote in a group of people, and it's just it's gone completely over everyone's heads. <laughs> I'm like that. There's been many times. It's always when I'm meeting new people. Yeah, I completely that, agree. That the Brents come out even more for some reason. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go, oh, I need to be funny in this situation because I'm meeting new people. And rather than be a normal human being and, and, and make my own humour, like, you know, someone would do, I just revert straight to the office. So I'll end up doing little Brentisms here and there. And if I can't latch on to another Hitchmo or a, a Brentian, then I'm, I'm screwed. It's very embarrassing. It's the same with Alan Partridge quotes as well. It's exactly the same. You see, I'm you know? not. I'm not that big on Alan Partridge, but I am like it with Peep Show. Peep Show's yeah. Peep, Peep Show is. I think it's easier to find a Peep Shower. I think. Yeah. Because it, more people watch it. But yeah, I know what you mean. I'm the. I'm the same with all my friends. It's either Peep Show, Office, occasional Partridge thrown in there, sprinkling of in betweeners. Always. Ah, oh, how good was the in? I mean, the in betweeners is classic, isn't it? Betweeners is is also Brent. You know, they, they can't. They're all Brentian as well. I don't know where it ends. I think all comedy has been changed since The Office came out. It is weird when you talk to people and they've never seen The Office before, and you just I try and drip feed quotes in as and when. See if you get a tug on the line. See if anyone anyone bites. Yeah, and when they do bite, though, when they do recognise it's, it's, it's a David Brent quote, it is one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, it's like a little group. You've, you've instantly made a friendship. I think a good quote is a good quote forever, you know? Yeah, for life. And that's, that's, the, real, that's the real podcast, yeah? That's the, the real, real podcast. podcast is that, and that is what I want. So <laughs> there's, your, there's your podcast, episode two. So whatever. So you don't... Know. Don't don't you know? Yeah. What have, what have you ever done on Spotify? Nothing. So don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many streams have you got? Oh, 
100? You what? 100, 100 streams, yeah? Get most of them. Me, aren't they? I played them in my living room. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've got more streams than you, so don't... Whatever. So yeah, shut up. Didn't do very well. You haven't even made the top 500. Good. Didn't want it to. So. <laughs> Didn't want it to. Next. Next. You know. Oh, oh, look at me. I listen to the radio. All right, granddad. You know. <laughs> oh, see, it doesn't, it doesn't end. It's a, it's a real problem. Yeah. It, I mean, if we continue to do this, that, that'll be the podcast. That's the podcast. That's the real podcast. Just. That's just. Just, just doing Brent. I mean, we'll talk about this then, I think. So you are a member of, do you not know who Eric Hitchmo is? Uh, I am. I am my liege for my sins, yeah. And I, I mean, it's a, it's, this is a direct quote from you. The worse the world gets, the better that group becomes. <laughs> and it's so it's true. true. It's the worse the news, the better the hitchmo. It's 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 like it feeds off of anything that's going on. It's, it's the imagination in some of them. The imagination there on some of the posts is just second to none. It's just I, brilliant. I mean, I I think I know a good amount of quotes from the office, but sometimes I'll have to like Google it for word for word. These people could yeah. just reel them off. Just reel them off. <laughs> And if you if you if you put up a a bad quote, they'll laugh you out of there. <laughs> laugh you out, and they will rid it, and they will rip you using office quotes. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, do you remember the? I mean, we won't say his name. We won't mention his name because it's it's not not fair, and he did kick off massively. But do you remember the 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 poster that all he did was put up a quote that was wrong? It was just wrong. You know, it wasn't the correct quote. That man got office quotes said to him near enough daily for about three months. <laughs> Couldn't go anywhere without him. They were finding him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They were logging into his work website, ringing him up. He's only trying to post a little office quote. He's only trying to spread a little bit of comedy in the world. Uh, yeah. what I'll ask, what I'll ask you, Josh is what I'll do, what, what, if you were to give a message to, to the, the listeners, which I imagine are my mum, your mum, <laughs> Welly Boy Omega Man, <laughs> and the occasional people we went to uni with that we've, that we've both sort of annoyed and upset in our, in our many years <laughs> being around them. Um, what is your message to them? My message um, is just um, if if we're walking, if we're facing in the right direction, all we've got to do is keep on walking. <laughs> which which is a David Brent quote. David Brent quote. Um, <laughs> do you want me to actually? Do you want me to actually say a message though? I can. I can. Let me just. Um, I mean, you can. You can plug single yeah. if you want. I mean, that, that might be a, a good thing. Okay. Um, yeah, well, uh, Millennials, the, the great band from, from London, um, please go onto Spotify or any, any music platform and, and give us a listen um, just so we could, you know, get over 50 streams. That'd be really nice. Um, <laughs> and maybe put some trousers on. 
You know, if you're wearing pants, pop some trousers on. Go to the co-op. You know, if Tesco's queue is too long, go to the co-op. Get yourself some overpriced bread. And um, yeah, go listen to Millennials. This, this is the second podcast now where someone's battered the co-op. <laughs> I've been, no, I've, I've been going to the co-op, co-op. I've got a co-op around the corner. So I have been hitting up the co-op all the time. So I big up the co-op. Didn't mean to slag them off. Don't slag them off because, you know. There's barely any queues outside the co-op, so don't slag them off. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, you know, you should have heard me in there the other day. They, they were slagging you off. They were saying, you know, those millennials, they're little slugs, little slugs with no personality. Oh, don't have a good band, you know, whatever. There's three of us, three, three, three of us looking for a bass player. So if there's any bass players listening, um, contact us on, on Instagram. There you go. There's a little plug. Little advert hey, there. Okay. Millennials need a bass player. Josh Redding, thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure so that was josh redding there goes josh redding i must remember to thank him big thank you to to josh redding uh please do check out millennials on instagram and facebook check out their single on spotify converse as well as their debut single adolescent bloom as well they're a really good band free really really nice people and i think you should definitely get involved in supporting them thank you very much for listening this week i hope it has been of a higher quality than the previous week i hope that you've enjoyed it if there are any jokes that you've enjoyed then please do send me a message because i can then use them once we're out of lockdown in actual stand-up sets and when they don't get the laughs that I anticipated, I have someone to blame. Join me next week where I will have yet another guest to talk to, converse about all things to do with them professionally, personally and comedically. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope to hear from you soon.